Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I want to talk about codependency. Codependency is a relationship pattern that begins in childhood where the child feels uh, the need to take responsibility, to take care of the parents, the family unit, uh, ultimately creating a sort of people-pleasing dynamics that does not end in childhood, but ultimately creates dysfunction later on in adulthood. So to go into detail, the, par- the, the child of a narcissistic parent or, or an addicted parent or abusive parent uh, will, uh, will automatically want to step in and, and, and calm the chaos. And this effectively uh, robs the child of their childhood and their ability to feel safe. Uh, and in the desire to create a calm, peaceful environment, uh, will end up doing what they could to please the parent that's abusive, um, um, do things that are maybe age-inappropriate, um, and, and caretake for the family to to create a peace, peaceful environment where they can feel safe to have a childhood. Um, the lack of secure attachment, the lack of connection to parents who are unavailable emotionally uh, will um, will create a, a child who is um, who's ultimately unable to feel safe unable to build a sense of self, a confident, healthy sense of self, leading to a low sense of self-worth and ultimately a desire to gain worth by serving others and making others a priority. As you can imagine, this creates dysfunction later on in adulthood, which often leads to narcissistically abusive relationships where they look for partners who complement this relationship pattern of trying to please and being a caretaker and giving. Uh, where the narcissistic abuser is more than happy to manipulate, take uh, control, and be a sort of strong figure to the very weak sense of self codependent individual. So the families of, of, of children who, where the family unit is, there's unpredictable chaos, um, there's uns- feelings of unsafe and neglect, there's blaming, there's shaming, a lot of judgmental uh, attitudes, uh, secrets, extreme unrealistic expectations create a child who blames themselves. Children often blame themselves because they do not have the ability to see the full cause of the issues, that the parent is the issue or abusive, and ultimately blame themselves for the dysfunction. In doing so, they actually take responsibility for the dysfunction and blame themselves for the family's uh, dis-ease. They will often go into a state of denial uh, where they will stuff down their own personal feelings and sacrifice themselves in order to help others, in order to, like I said, create a family unit that is that is uh, that is comfortable, that is safe to build, a, to have health, to have a relationship, and ultimately uh, feel like they are part of a family unit. Symptoms of such a family dynamics will lead to adults who are people pleasing, uh, extremely caretaking. They'll think that love equals pain, ultimately because they were treated with disrespect and, and, and mistreatment, uh, and therefore equating connection and love to pain. Uh, they'll lack boundaries, lack the ability to say no, uh, oftentimes have guilt. Uh, they'll feel extremely worthless, oftentimes feel flawed. Uh, they'll be fiercely independent. They will not let others help them because ultimately they will feel that other people are there to take advantage of them, and therefore others cannot be trusted and relied upon. They'll feel a sense of aloneness, but also with a deep desire to connect with other people, but connecting with other people has its pain and therefore oftentimes avoided. They'll feel overly responsible. They'll feel like they grew up too soon. 
they'll, um, I mean, they were made to feel responsible, so this is understandable. Um, but ultimately, they lost out on their ability to have a youth, to have a because of their caretaking towards mom, towards the sick parent, towards the abusive narcissistic parent. Uh, they'll oftentimes become controlling. Um, this is a subtle sign of codependency that you don't often see controlling, where they will try to overcompensate for the chaos by controlling people, controlling themselves, controlling the environment, just to uh, have a sense of calm. Um, because ultimately, inside, they do not feel um, safe, they do not feel calm. Codependents oftentimes attract narcissists, like we mentioned before. Now, the reason for this is be, for a couple different reasons. First of all, they re are replaying the childhood dysfunction where they were never able to feel loved, but ultimately striving and yearning to get love. So this relationship pattern towards mom and dad, uh, whichever one is the narcissistic abuser, will pull in intimate lovers, intimate relationships that are replaying this dysfunction, usually unavailable, emotionally unavailable uh, partners, but oftentimes narcissists who who want to who see this dynamic taking place and will take advantage with the promise of safety and, and confident sense of uh, a love and, and authority almost to help the codependent feel safe. But in reality, it's exploitive and they will take advantage of their people pleasing and self-sacrificing behaviors and attitudes. They love the fake confidence because the confidence is a certain form of parental safety that they never had. So in a sense, they're pulling in a partner that's just replaying the childhood dysfunction in a way that they are the similar to the parent. But this way, they can correct it because this this adult, this person they're pulling in is seemingly the opposite of the, of the weak and abusive parent. They're confident, but in reality, it's the same dynamics. They're used to being abused, so they oftentimes feel more natural and therefore pull in narcissistic abusers to a unconsciously recreate this dysfunction and abuse them. So even though they may even understand that this abusive, but because this is what they know, they will be attracted to it and unconsciously replay these dysfunctional relationship programs. Always be, they will always be giving. The narcissist will always be taking. It'll be a perfect dance. And, and according to Ross Rosenberg, who if you haven't read his book, The Human Magnet Syndrome, I highly suggest it, talks about the, the dance the, the perfect dance partner, because it really is uh, a perfect dance. The codependent's low self-worth, giving to please, it plays into the narcissist taking and love being served, and ultimately becomes a very difficult ride and dance to get out of. Codependents self-sacrifice. They yearn to be loved. Um, they fear being alone, like we mentioned. They want to fix everything at any cost. So this, again, this fits into the narcissist, because the narcissist really, all they have to do is just be there and be abusive and be obnoxious and be strong in their abuse, and um, the, the codependent gets to complain and be angry at their emotionally unavailable and abusive partner, while the um, while the uh, the narcissist gets their supply. They're 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 being chased. They're being loved, and they're being seemingly uh, served. Well, they are served, but ultimately being treated like a like a like someone who is um, above above it all and and, and godlike, and and and, and um, it plays perfectly into their desire to feel adored and uh, given the attention and love um, without doing anything, ultimately playing into that entitlement and sense of uh, feeling better than everyone and ultimately deserving of being served while the codependent continuously gives and gives and gets nothing in return, hoping that one day they can turn their partner around. Um, but of course it doesn't work like that because these are relationship patterns and without Identifying relationship patterns, you can't fix a relationship. You can't fix um, 
you can't fix a, a narcissist because a narcissist doesn't want to change. They're not interested in, in, in self-reflecting and a codependent usually is too busy outsourcing their pain and trying to distract themselves from their own inner dysfunction and wounds that they're running away in order to please others, seemingly giving and giving in, an, in a way that is actually altruistic. But in reality, it is similar to the narcissistic uh, taking because, and again, not to say that the codependent is abusive or narcissistic, but there is certainly an aspect of narcissism because they're giving in a, in a, in the hopes of getting the love they never got in childhood. So in a sense, it is a selfish form of giving and people pleasing. So to heal from codependency, there's a couple different things that are necessary. First of all, I highly suggest a 12 step program, codependent, coda, coda or codependence anonymous, which will help you uh, identify with others who are struggling with this issue, help you feel connected, and ultimately uh, create patterns uh, with other people that are more healthy. Codependence Anonymous offer a wonderful way of communicating your struggles with other people who will listen non-judgmentally and help you and give you tips so that you can build up your confidence and sense of self when that was not created in childhood. Finding a therapist or a life coach or a psychologist who understands codependency is vital because if not, if you do try to heal this issue with people who do not understand codependency, chances are they'll diagnose you with a disorder, maybe uh, identify your symptoms, and give you some medication, or maybe even talk about the symptoms, but they will not address the relationship patterns that are stemming from childhood. In addition, it's important and imperative to find yourself. Find out who you are without people around you. This might take some isolation, disconnection from other, uh, from other people, but it's necessary because without doing so, we don't really know who we are. We're too busy escaping into other people's uh, lives and, and trying to please and, and fix them without realizing that we ourselves are the ones who need the fixing and healing. Uh, heal your relationship patterns, which is another way of saying heal your childhood wounds that are that are creating the relationship, that created these relationship patterns. So understand your childhood played a big role in the dysfunction that you have and understand that until you heal your childhood wounds and relationship patterns that stem from that of people pleasing and martyring your sense of self in order to get your love um, then this, this dysfunction will continue and oftentimes will pull in different types of narcissists, maybe different, seemingly ones that are different than the ones we had before, but ultimately with similar wounding and ultimately similar dysfunction. Imperative to love yourself unconditionally and realize that your love, that working towards love is not love that's conditional. Loving yourself for who you are, understanding that even though you have wounds, that mean, does not mean you're unlovable, but rather... Um, Accepting who you are with all your perceived flaws unconditionally is imperative because otherwise we do pull in narcissistically or emotionally abusive people who uh, who will promise to love us with all our flaws so that we uh, feel acceptable and loved, but in reality they cannot. No one else can do this except for yourself. Loving yourself unconditionally is imperative. Self-care, becoming your own parent, so to speak, and, and loving yourself and caring for yourself almost as if you're a child. Uh, taking care of your inner child and loving yourself back to health is imperative because without doing so, again, we will look for others to love us who absolutely cannot love us in the way that we love ourselves. So learning how to love yourself in ways that you were never taught and never treated is imperative um, because ultimately when we are escaping ourselves and we're running away from ourselves, we're not accepting ourselves and accepting our wounds, accepting our lot of in life then we are avoiding our own pain. We're avoiding our wounds, which again is avoiding healing which oftentimes is an es is, leads us to escaping to relationships that are dysfunctional and abusive. If you are struggling from codependency, 
please reach out. I want to help you heal. Uh, the mind map system which I use is designed to help people identify their wounds and relationship patterns, which are the core of leading to relationships with narcissists and ultimately the keeping the codependent patterns in place. So in order to heal, we have to identify that dismantle the negative core beliefs and understand that patterns were created in childhood and, and work to correct those patterns. In addition, I want to offer you guys a free PDF of Dr. Judy Rosenberg's book. The book is Be the Cause, Healing Human Disconnect. The mind map system which I use uh, is, is was created by Dr. Judy who wrote this book, Be the Cause. Uh, it's a wonderful book explaining how the mind map works. I want to help you heal. So please reach out. I want to offer this book. We offer this book for free, PDF version of it for free, so you can understand the mind map system. And ultimately, if you're interested in coaching and therapy, please reach out. I can be reached at YITZ, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. Thank you so much for listening. Please do like and share if you found this beneficial. Until next time, all the best.